absolute power corrupts absolutely. I don't know what happened, people, but I'm back for the next 45 minutes. I'm sorry about that. For some reason, I got disconnected from Block Talk Radio, but I'm back. Like I said, I was talking about this senseless killing of Will Smith. Former the Saints defensive end Will Smith was shot and killed on Saturday night in what police say appears to be a road rage incident. It appears that it could have possibly been have road rage. That's what the police officer, uh, a New Orleans police officer said. Uh, and I'll say this again. I, if, I'm repeating it, but I'm, I got to say it because I don't know if it went out on first time on the airway. Smith was driving and his wife was a passenger in the seat when the car was hit by a Hummer causing Smith's car to hit a third vehicle. So that means that we're at a traffic light. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hummer came up, uh, hit Smith. Smith hit the vehicle that was in front of him. The male victim and the driver of the Hummer exchanged words, at which time the driver of the Hummer produced a handgun and shot the male victim, which was Smith, multiple times. And his 34-year-old wife, twice in the right leg, the 30-year-old, Hummer, now this guy's 30 years old. Come on, man. Driver is in custody. He, uh, he, uh, shot him, pulling out a gun over a freaking accident. Are you kidding me? Come on, where is this going to stop? Now, I'm not a big gun person, okay? And I'm not blaming the gun because the gun didn't, uh, the gun caused it. I should, let me put it this way. The gun was the, re, uh, was, was the cause of the reaction of the person who had the gun in their, in their hand. Let me put it that way. So the gun was the tool to, that produced the death of Will Smith. The person who had the gun in their hand used the tool in a way that you're really not supposed to use the tool uh, it's in self-defense, uh, and it looked like this 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 guy, uh, this person, I should say, and I can't say it was a woman or a man. I think it was a male. It, all I got here says, says the driver. I'm assuming that it was a male, but it could possibly have been a female. But it, it, the gun person, let me put it that way, who pulled the trigger and killed Will Smith, over a traffic accident. Over, basically, it was road rage going bad, going berserk. Like I said, come on, that's ridiculous. I and you know I can say, it, <clears throat> excuse me, to my blue blue in the face. But when it was, when is this all going to the people? You just just look at the things that have been going on in this world. Look at the things that. <clears throat> They have been going on within this country. People against each other. Races against each other. The rage of people is such out of control. And a lot of people want to blame the president for such animosity toward each other. I think it's the whole political environment where It's so easy to stir up segments of the of society to blame other segments of society for 
the in, the indiscretions and the incompetency of various levels of government from town, city, state, municipalities, uh, uh, like I said, states, and federal government that and then in this political climate, which has been going on for uh, decades, um, it's so easy to blame another segment of the society or um, uh, multiple segments of the society for the problems that we we have uh, on, and and are facing from day to day, and. The media ha- plays into it quite naturally, and you get things like this, like people just fed up and think that it's the most expedient way to solve a problem by just pulling out a gun and shooting somebody, not thinking about the consequences after the act is done of shooting so actually shooting somebody. You know what it takes to pull out a gun and actually point it at a person and shoot them multiple times and then go turn around and shoot somebody else? Well, are you kidding me? What just just think about that mindset. No no regard for human life. No regard for human life. What is this world coming to? Been on this earth for sixty, damn near sixty-two years. Go, almost, hopefully, I'll make sixty-two, and 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 beyond. Three, four. I'm sorry, four. Male, black, um, male, four sons. And I pray for them each and every day when they wake up, and and that they'll be safe, because I know how how this world is and how we are especially black other fellow black males for whatever reason. Um, and then I have several grandsons that I pray for, that they stay on the straight and narrow, that my sons can keep them relatively on the straight and narrow, that they don't get into situations that can lead to lead to their demise or they put them have them put uh, put themselves in a situation that they lead to someone else's demise having that mindset that I'm not going to fight this guy with my hands I'm going to pull out a gun and end this argument or dispute or disagreement whatever way you want to call it with a gun not thinking about the consequences of what happens after I shoot this person, whether I kill them or not, what happens after I shoot this person. Just end it because that's how it's done on TV. That's how it's done on TV. Not thinking about the consequences and having to deal with the consequences when reality finally hits after the deed is already done. 
Now, this 30-year-old driver of the Hummer now is going to have to deal with that because he performed a heinous act of shooting someone in cold blood and um, assaulting another person with a deadly weapon with a gun. Not thinking about the consequences of what's going to take place after the deed is done. Can't take it back. Once you shoot somebody and they're dead, you can't take that back. You can't say, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. Shot multiple times. Shot the second victim multiple times. One dead, one wounded. You're going to jail for a long time, my friend. Unfortunately, more than one life, uh, uh, more than one person's life has been affected by what you have done. Your life, the life you took, the person you wounded, the three kids of the two parents that were involved in this altercation, one of them dead, the family relatives that have to deal with what you've done, and on your side, your life, as you see it, is not is now no longer going to be the same. Your family's lives are no longer going to be the same because of what you've done. And but people don't people when they do a deed like this don't think about that. It's not just about you and the persons that are involved. Families on both ends, on both sides, have to deal with this. And you think about this. When you're sitting in your jail cell with your homie or whoever next to you that wants to get the best of you when you go to sleep or whatever, it took one second or or a few seconds to pull that trigger and change the lives of so many people when you just could have ta- taken a deep breath and not pulled that gun out. It was only over a traffic accident. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because I, I, I and I keep, I could keep on ranting about this, but it's amazing how, Things like this are taking place day in and day out. Day in and day out. It it boggles my mind how, how things like this can just I wouldn't say be passe, but it's like You get numb to this. You're you're like, oh, another shooting? Okay. Okay. What's another shooting? Makes no sense. So, what happens, happens. What can I tell you? (sighs) All right. Let's, uh, try to get back on a more positive note. And um, 
talk about some um NBA. Let's talk about some NBA. Let's 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 bring that up. Talk about some NBA. Okay. We're down to two. We're down to two. People. We're down to two. Meaning that Golden State Warriors now have 71 wins. They have two more games left. One against uh, the Spurs in San Antonio, where the Warriors haven't beat the Spurs since 1990 and whatever. And uh, another game with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies to break the record. Two games, and each these last few games have been closer and closer where they've been blowing people out by at least 10 points. Not, I would say blowing them out, but beating people by at least 10 points. These games have been, have been getting closer, and you can't get much closer than last night's game where they won by a point. They won by a point. And the San Antonio Spurs are more than likely oh, Greg Popovich has got these guys rested, and these guys are primed, ready to, to, to break or to stop, uh, prevent the Golden State Warriors from getting to that proverbial record of 73 wins. They have 71. They can tie the record beating the Spurs, which would be a hell of an accomp- accomplishment. And you have to think about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. The last three games that the Golden State Warriors have to play in order to break this record, either either tie it or break this record, are against, uh, last night they played the Memphis Grizzlies, which is one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. Then they played the San Antonio Spurs, who always play very good defense and have one of the, one of the best records at home. And like I said, the, the Warriors have not beat the Spurs since 1990-something, whatever. And, and they have to go through them in order to tie the record. And then they have to turn around and play the Memphis Grizzlies the last game of the season, I think, do believe it's on Wednesday, to break the record. If they do this, it'll be one hell of an accomplishment and you you have to tip your hat to them because it's not like they they're using or they're, they're playing um, easy opponents the last three games and and to 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 break the record. They it couldn't get much tougher. Let me put it that way. In my opinion, it could not get much tougher. Memphis, San Antonio, and Memphis, all in the West, all. Um, Tough. Uh, all three games will be tough plays, like I said. And this is the back-to-back, because they just played uh, last night, and they b- beat uh, Memphis by a point. So, and I think the percentage, it's like the 20%, 25%, something like that, that they <clears throat> win tonight and, and tie the record. 
much less um, break the record. So what happens if they lose tonight? Does Steve Kerr say, well, well, we can at least tie the record playing Memphis? Or do we rest our players and say, you know, we'll, we'll just come short. We'll, we, we don't have to um, prove anything and, and tie the record. What kind of decision does Steve Kerr make if they don't beat San Antonio tonight with no hope of breaking the record, only tying it? Does he still go for the tie? Or rest his players and, and not take the chance of them getting hurt, even though they, um, they've they gone bumps and bruises all throughout the 80, 81 games that they played, uh, 80, 80 games they played already. And it'll be 81 after uh, tonight, today, whatever. Does he take the chance? My opinion You've gone this far and played them and not changed up anything, uh, sitting people or whatever, only because of injury they haven't played. Let's play it. If we can't win it, if we can't break the record, at least tie it. That's an accomplishment in itself. There's only one other team that's done that, and that's been the Bulls. You want to be uh, uh, um, classified or recognized as one of the elite elite of the elite teams in a regular season, tie the record. If you can't break it, at least tie it. I mean, you come this far, why fit your players and take the chance of being one game short? So regardless, if they win tonight, you, you, you still play just like it's a regular season. You still play it. I would. But I don't get paid to make those decisions. I don't get paid to play um, um, in the NBA. So, so, but that, that's just me as a, a fan wanting to at least, if no, they don't break the record, at least tie it. You come this far, you might as well. It's it just be a wasted, I wouldn't say a wasted regular season, but the anticipation of possibility that you would have uh, up to this point, why – Settle. Let me put it that way. Why settle for being one short of the record? I mean, one short of tying the, uh, the record for the best season. In my opinion, I'd, I'd, I'd go for it. All right. Let's do this. Let me talk about this trade in football with Ryan Clady and the Jets. The Jets signed Ryan, left tackle Ryan Clady to a two-year, $18 million contract. The deal was signed as part of the trade in which New York acquired Clady and a seventh-round pick from the Broncos in exchange for a fifth-rounder. So, the Jets, and let me, let me finish this first. The new contract is a revision of Clady's Denver deal, which would have paid him $19 million over the next two seasons. Although the base salary is $18 million, Clady's deal amounts to a one-year $6 million pact 
with three million guaranteed and nine non-guaranteed club option for 2017 at the price of 12 million. Incentives and escalators can push the deal's two-year worth to 21 million based on injury-riddled Clady's playing time. Now they, the Jets have Clady under contract for his 30th and 31-year-old season, but Clady. If I'm not mistaken, has missed quite a few games because of injury. Thirty games over the last three seasons, if I'm not mistaken, including one year where he um, missed the whole season. So this guy is an injury risk. He has missed 30 of the past 48 games because of foot and knee injuries. He's tore his ACL on May 28th in off-season workouts, an injury that forced him to watch the Broncos' entire Super Bowl season from the sideline. He suffered a severe list Frank injury in week three of the 2013 season and was placed on season-ending injury reserve. Missing the Broncos' run to the Super Bowl that season. 30 games of the past 18 ga- 48 games. So that means three years. He's missed 30 games over the last three seasons. And the Jets give up a fifth-round pick in exchange for a seventh round and the football player who's often injured, and he's not all that. Now, he has four bowls, four Pro Bowl selections, and he is a two-time All-Pro uh, selection. But you can't guarantee that he's going to be able to stay on the field. And I think it's – it's you got left tackle uh, um, ish, issues. You got left tackle questions. You got quarterback questions. Now, supposedly this is because the Brickshaw Ferguson decided to retire um, rather than take a pay cut. Um, I think this is a step down and a considerable step down, um, a left tackle. uh, And and this is a hell of a risk. You're giving up a fifth round and you're getting a lesser contract, true, um, but you're getting a player that has only played in 18 games in the last three seasons. And you still don't have a, you don't have, still don't have a viable quarterback. Not hating. True. I'm a former Jet uh, um, fan, but this is typical of the, the Jets. Um Sign a player like this uh, and give up a fifth-round pick, get, and, and uh, you get back a seventh round in, in this player, a off-injured player. So, but the the jury is out. He's six five. Excuse me, six six, three hundred and fifteen pounds. When healthy, he's one of the best pass protectors. 
in the league, but he hasn't been healthy for the last three seasons. And who's going to be the quarterback? Who is going to be the quarterback? Who's going to be the quarterback? Is it going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick? Is it going to be um, Is it going to be uh, Geno Smith? Who's it going to be? Only time will tell and that's really not telling right now. I tell you what. I'll send you another invite. And uh invite you to come in and join this conversation. Let's talk about another thing that's that's uh, that's bothering me here, and seems like it is it's it's an ongoing tale of guys not being able to stay out of trouble in the off season. Now I'm not calling Will Smith issue uh, something that he could um, avoid it. Obviously, he can't avoid somebody pulling out a gun and shooting him. But I'm talking about guys that, for whatever reason, can't stay out of trouble. But that's for another story. Let's move on to... Major League Baseball for the next 15 minutes. All right. We talked about a things going on in Major League Baseball. This new slide rule, um, they had a double play and end the game with the, I think, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um and it, it's it's decided, and also with the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, two different uh, um, um, incidences that the runner at second base sliding into second base wasn't convincingly uh, uh, wasn't convincing enough to the umpire to. call him out, called him out, and even caused a double play. And I think both these in, uh, uh, occasions or, or, or actions that were done by uh, two different game in, in two different games 
ended the game. Ended the game. Don't know what the, the deal is, but it ended the game. And uh, before we go any further, uh, let me uh, bring in uh, a caller of mine who I'm uh, surprised that he decides to uh, take the time out to talk to his friend on his show. Mr. I, I'm getting my master's soon. Um, I'm doing, um, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of bruises on my neck cause I've been, I mean, on my back cause I'm patting myself on the back, left and right. Mr. FSP. What's up, Victor? Really? I mean, Hey, <laughs> I, I got a lot of bruises, huh? Okay. Well, that's because I've been winning a lot. And uh, yeah. Yes, okay. You can now call me officially. Well, well, not just officially, but I am master gardener to you. You you might be calling yourself the master, but you know I'm master gardener. Uh, you you master you gardener, know. okay, okay. There you go. Say okay, well, can, like Say I said, like I said yesterday, yeah. congratulations on your masters. Um, I I, I know it's well deserved and and very agonizing uh, time for you to uh, when you put the time in it and of the long journey. And um, I'm glad you got it. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Not just yet. I got I got to finish this semester. Okay. But, uh, but it, it's going to happen, and I'm extremely excited. Um, you can thank my dog, my English bulldog, for waking me up uh, for this call. Because he woke me. He just stayed in my face and breathing and whining and crying <laughs> until I got him something to drink and then I was I said, what time is it? So I uh, turned on um, the TV, and I was watching the Bradley uh, Pacquiao fight. I caught the end of it mm-hmm. where uh, Pacquiao knocked him out or, or or not knocked him out. He won the fight mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, took the title from him. So. And now I'm watching the Rockies in San Diego game. I'm not sure if this is already been, excuse me, aired or not, but uh, you know where I am, so I got to get up and go yeah. to work because it's Monday morning for me, unlike some of you people. Well, I mean, it's it's what, almost 11 o'clock there, 12 o'clock? Yeah, yeah, 12, almost 12. And and. and it's in the middle of the day, and you you're just getting to work, and you're just waking up. No, no, it's almost twelve midnight. Oh, I'm you're right, twelve midnight. Okay, twelve, and say your dog can wake you up. Um, for 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 this, but you're the show that no, you're no, doing. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. See, see, don't even go there. Don't even go there. No, that's not what happened. My do- okay. See, right now, because you know I was gone to Japan for a while. Yeah. Um, my wife and kids are. Uh, they went somewhere while I was gone, and I actually had the house to myself for a day, or so. And mm-hmm. uh, you know I've been kind of lounging, catching up on a lot of sleep that I didn't have. Uh, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry about that. But uh, he. He misses me, and he knows how to treat someone he misses, unlike some people, you know. 
you know, some some people just like want to talk about you and, and and be certain ways about you, you know. But my dog just he's a crybaby like another person I know. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, he got me up, and you know, the first thing I thought about was, you know, Jerry Taylor and the master plan. I, I gotta help him create a master plan that works. So, hey, do do me a favor and, and talk for a bit, and I'll be right back. All right, I don't know what you were talking about, but I just saw Trevor Story strike out. Um, the young man we started talking about him yesterday on the uh, FSP show, where he was uh, he, he he's on a run. Right now, fantasy-wise, he's the number one player in fantasy baseball and in baseball in general. Uh, And I'm not sure if Jerry was talking about – I'm not sure what controversial play Jerry was talking about, but Trevor's story has been an interesting topic of discussion with his abilities to uh, hit the ball out of the park. But I'm not sure what double play we're talking about. If you want to rehash well, that, what, what I was talking about in, in, in the Toronto Blue Jays game a few few days ago, and in the Milwaukee Brewers game, uh, I think it was in Bre- Brewers game. Corey Rasmus, I think that he plays for the Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. No, um, he plays for he plays for Houston. He plays for Houston. Okay, in the Houston game. Okay. Um, that the uh, um, Jose Batista was called out um, sliding into second base, and it was on a, uh, a ground ball, uh, and it could have been a double play ball. Well, it was. It, let me put it this way. At the end of the game, it was the ninth inning, I guess, whatever it was, um, Jose Batista was on first base, and ground ball was hit. And I guess it was hit to shortstop because the second baseman covered or vice versa, whatever it was. Jose Batista slid into second base and um, there was no throw to first base. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I I, I do believe the ump or the uh, opposing manager said that it was an illegal slide. Because they've changed the rule that if if you're not um, uh, sliding into the base and you you mainly slide uh, and to take out the um, the fielder, then you can be called out. Well, that's what happened. Uh, he was called out because they deemed that he didn't slide in uh, and and uh, to the base. He was more like trying to take out the fielder, and he also called out the person at first base to complete the double play and to actually end the game. And that also happened with um, Corey Rasmus yesterday. Same type of play. Now, I I saw the play yesterday, and I I could understand why the ump would call that um, um, player out and and also the player out at first to complete a double play. I saw – the first one a couple of days ago with Jose Batista, and he had a lot of the bag, even though he was trying to take the, the player out. I think it was a second of uh, shortstop, whoever it was. 
Um, but he had uh, a lot of the uh, second base. And I couldn't understand why they called him out. But this is going to be an ongoing controversy this year in baseball, especially when it comes to uh, situations like uh, the last two occasions that happened, ending the game, uh, and essentially on a call of uh, a, slide, uh, uh, a runner sliding into second base, and in the opinion of the umpire, and let me put it this way, he goes to replay because they, they, they go to the sidelines, pick up on a couple of headsets, and listen to, I guess, New York or whoever tells them that uh, it was an illegal play or a, a legal play. And these two past occasions were deemed an illegal play, and it ended the game. What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, there's a thin line between trying to take out the fielder and uh, sliding in to try to, to make the play. Um some are very obvious that, especially when you go spike high, uh, you're trying to take out the the fielder. And they're trying to protect, Major League Baseball, that is, is trying to protect any fielders, usually just, you know, shortstop or second baseman that's uh, having a, to deal with it because it's been a part of baseball ever since baseball began. Now, does it mean that that makes it right? No. Not at all. Um, but I will tell you that if it's a, a close play, I think you let it go. But when it's obvious, you know, then, yeah, you have to to make that call. But this leads up to the um, the thought process of, of the, of the um, umpire. You know, is he making that call because – it's close, or is he making that call because, you know, he might be on the take, or he just has bad eyes, or, you know, it's whatever. But if they're going to instant replay because it's getting challenged, um, that that's a perfect opportunity to prove right or wrong. Now, will it be 100% correct all the time? No, but when it's an obvious situation, it should be correct. It should be. But uh, you never know. I think that the the object of of, of instant replay or, or making that call is to protect the second baseman or shortstop or third baseman, whoever it is, that's getting taken out. Um, you know, it, I personally, when I was playing baseball in, in high school and stuff, if if I felt that I was going to get caught, you know, stealing or thrown out, I would cause a lot of, of dirt to pop up because that way it clouds the judgment of the umpire. You know, you really can't see through all that smoke. So I would cause that doubt. I wouldn't uh, go spikes high or whatever the case may be. Um, even though I could have, but I didn't. So, excuse me, I apologize again. But I think it's all based upon how a a 
the closest of a play. So that's where I feel. All right, let me let me ask you something here. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. You probably didn't because of where you're at and the circumstances um, that took place. It took place um, early this morning in New Orleans. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Oh, I heard about Will Smith. Yeah, I heard about Will Smith. And, w- and what's your thoughts, man? I mean, this is this is road rage going berserk. Um, well, I didn't know the circumstances. I just saw the headline. Um, yeah, well, that this, he this, was this, killed this, this, at a nightclub or something. No, 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 no. No. And let me okay. let me set this up for you. Uh, Will Smith pulls up behind a Impala at an intersection. Um, it stopped right. Um, behind him, a Hummer pulls up and hits him in the rear, which causes Will Smith to hit the person in front of him at the intersection. Uh, the person in the Hummer gets in a verbal confrontation with Will Smith and subsequently pulls out a gun and shoots him multiple times and then shoots his wife multiple times in the leg, killing Will Smith over a traffic accident. Now, I'm not going to ask the ethnicity um, but is Louisiana an open carry state? You know, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. And, and uh... because the reason why I ask is because you know people with open carry licenses aren't always the brightest or the most calm or or the most intelligent. Um, but this dog about to get beat. But um, it could be, you know, an issue of the Hummer. Just the Hummer driver. I'm saying, just being. It's an op- yes, you know, yes, yes. It, Louisiana is an open carry state. I'm looking right at it right and, now. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate because I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that's what this is. I'm not saying it's, you know, just a thug pulling a gun out and shooting him um, because he's the one that actually hit him. You know, the Hummer hit Will Smith, caused mm-hmm. him to hit the Impala. And right. I guess the person in the Impala understood the situation, but it's the, it's the, um, it's the Hummer that's in the wrong. Okay. You were probably going too fast and too close. And when Will Smith had to hit his brakes, not to hit the Impala, you, the the Hummer, couldn't slow your vehicle down fast enough to, and you rear-ended somebody else. So whatever Which, words were said, mm-hmm. you know, caused the uh, the weapon to be pulled again. Will could have been like you dumb mf'er da 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 da, and then this person says I felt threatened and decided to pull out a gun. Now you shot and killed Will Smith. Then for whatever reason you decide to shoot at the wife and hit her a couple times in the leg. That's murder. That's that's not anything short of murder. 
and right. attempted murder. Um, I wish I could get stats from my pitcher. Baumgartner had a home run. Anyway, um, the point is that you as a, a individual driving on the streets, especially in an open carry state, seems like it, it's room for stupidity such as this to happen. Now again, exactly. I don't know if the I don't know if the person had a legal weapon. I don't know if the person, you know, uh, I don't I don't know the, the particulars. But I'm going off of that premise. Well, let me let me because I'm, I'm looking I'm look I'm I'm looking at Wikipedia here, and one of the things it says is open carry, um, long guns and handguns is open carry permitted. And then in the notes here it says open carry is generally permitted without a license, but may be restricted by local governments with laws in place before July fifteenth, nineteen eighty-five. So. Who the heck knows what that means? Well, it's a hunting state, so long-nosed weapons could mean rifles and, you know, mm-hmm. some semi-automatics, which are stupid, in my opinion, for anybody mm-hmm. out on the street to have a semi-automatic, whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I think that <clears throat> whether or not you have a... Um, have access to that weapon or not, you sh- you're supposed to have enough common sense not to use it. Especially if you're in a conver- common, uh, confrontation where, you know, you can't be uh, mentally stable to control the uh, situation. What I mean by that is if I have my gun on me, you know, am I going to be quick to draw it because I'm upset? Well, knowing me personally, not personally, but knowing how I am, I'm a very aggressive individual, very aggressive. Uh, I'm not a, I would have to rethink my stances as far as how aggressive I would be, um, because I know I, I have this weapon, and at any minute I can take somebody's life or attempt to. But that's just me. Some people, they're like, you know what, they, they get empowered when they know they have a weapon. They yeah, get empowered. That, right. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, let me put it this, me put it this way. Like, and I, I had ran, gone on a rant before you jumped in, uh, um, being the show that not only does the person uh, 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 that pulled the gun didn't think about it, because it, besides affecting the immediate people uh, in the situation, you got three kids that are affected immediately. Friends yep, and families, friends, wait, wait a minute, friends and families on both sides uh, um, of the uh, husband and wife, and quite naturally, the person who pulled a gun had is affecting his side of the family or their side of the family. Could it could have been a female? Who knows? I, I'm not sure. It doesn't say male or female. So I'm just saying the person that pulled the trigger didn't think about that. He just thought about um, 
getting ready, getting getting out of the situation as expeditiously as possible, and that was with a gun. Well, again, I'm I'm basing my thoughts on the fact that it was probably something and that someone that had a legal weapon. Now, I don't know if the person has been caught or yeah, or, or the person's in custody. A person, thirty year old, thirty year old person's in custody. So it's not like somebody eighteen, nineteen, twenty something years old. This is a thirty year old person. Now, just because they're thirty year old doesn't make them that much more mature. But it's a thirty year old person driving a a, um, a full size Hummer, not a, one of these small Hummers, a full size Hummer because I saw the vehicle. So I don't know, you know, what economic situation the person is in but uh, a full-size hummer is no cheap cheap toy let me put it that way so i'm I'm saying there what i'm saying is the person had had uh something to lose in my opinion uh pulling a gun and shooting somebody you follow me so obviously obviously didn't didn't think about that so um at 30 years old i mean come on well, Come on. again, a person not thinking about, you know, or not knowing this person might be a father, this person might be this person, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, yeah, Kemp just went deep. Um, but I, I think that uh, it's a sad situation because I first saw it come across my uh, phone in a group I'm in. And it said something about him getting killed at a nightclub. No. And I was like, nope. Yeah, intersection. Well, well, that's why you got to wait for the full reports as opposed to, you know, anything else. But um, I think it's rough and and difficult to to uh, to to be a former football player one. So you're. You're, you're kind of big to begin with. Um, a defensive end, I think he was like six four, uh, two eighty or something like that. So he's a he's a big person, um, and that's his playing weight and stuff like that. But his height is never going to change um, until he gets older and starts shrinking. But I don't know how big this person is that, that rode in a Hummer. I don't know if it was a targeted situation. But I do know that I would not want to um, to be in the courtroom or be in a situation where I have to decide whether or not this person's innocent or guilty because he killed somebody. He's got to live with that for the rest of his life. But I don't know what, what Will Smith did or said, but at the same time, did it warrant him getting shot multiple times and then the weapon being turned on his wife. See, that's the part that shows the malicious intent. That's what shows malicious intent, that Will Smith got shot several times and died, but the gunman then turned the weapon onto the uh, witness in the car, which happened to be his wife, who he did not kill. So now it can't be, well, he did this, to me and da 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 and there's no other person to, to refute it. There's a witness. And uh you know 
in my opinion, just based off what you told me, based off what you told me, I think the person in the gun, open carry situation, killed Will Smith and decided, well, you know what? Um, I can't leave any any doubt that I was attacked. So I have to take both of them out. And, and I, I, I'm looking at a picture here, uh, um, not to interrupt you, uh, um, uh, Vic, but I'm looking at a picture here of Pierre Thomas and former um, New Orleans Police Department uh, Commander Billy Cervallo with Will Smith. They took a picture together uh, at whatever they were, and it, oh, they're all smiling uh, one hour before he was shot and killed. Wow. Wow. Yep. One hour before he shot and killed Pierre Thomas and his uh, New Orleans um, um, Police Department commander uh, took a picture with Will Smith. So I think and, he must have been coming from a benefit dinner or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and uh, another tweet I'm seeing here that the. Uh, Pierre Thomas is devastated quite naturally one hour before that he was a former team captain and probably a close uh, uh, friend of uh, uh, Pierre Thomas and just like that he's gone yeah that I mean that's that's that that really pisses me off man I can't believe people are just have such a, a disregard of human life Nowadays, it's it's well, unbelievable. I listen. I, I understand, and I I completely agree with you because, um, you have to understand how people are empowered when they have a weapon. How less humbled they are, or humbling they are, when they have a weapon. Do you think if you're at fault for rearing somebody? And you don't have a weapon, you're gonna get out and complain to the person you just hit about whatever. No. Now, let's just say this thirty year old person was responsible. He's gonna get out and be like, Oh man, what happened? You slammed on your brakes, you trying to do a stop and sit or whatever, and you know, then you see this big guy this big black guy come out and uh, you're like, oh, snap, what's going on? Not, man, what the, you know, F and I'm I'm a, you know, I'm going to say whatever it is I'm going to say and and if he's going or she's going to take it, da-da-da-da-da, and I don't care because if something goes down, I'll just shoot. You know, I'll shoot first and deal with the consequences later. That's what happens in a lot of these places. Yeah, that's stupid, though. That's crazy. That's crazy. I I know, Jerry. I know it's crazy. But at the same time, um, how many folks don't think like that? A lot. Mm -hmm. Just like the gasoline, uh, the gas station guy. They got their music blast. Instead of getting in his car and going off, to mind his business, after he said his piece, he decides to pull his weapon out and start unloading on the on the on the car. 
because he has his weapon. He lied about why he did what he did, you know, um, but he killed somebody because he felt empowered. A lot of people think it's the wild, wild west. They just do. Now, I know how you are. I know how my cousin is, and if he was on here, he would probably say they're out there hunting, you know, black people, black men. And it's open season. You know, I I can't disagree with it, but I don't know the situation here because I don't know if the person that was in the Hummer is black, white, red, yellow, whatever. But I do know that Will Smith was black and 6'4", 280, so somewhat imposing. But should that be a reason to be scared of him or to feel like I need to pull out my weapon? I don't think so. I mean, sometimes I just think that the laws that are made for, you know, people with weapons is to protect them for the elimination process of others. I really think so because I'll I'll go back to it. There was the lady that was getting assaulted and and stuff by her husband who shot a warning shot in his direction. She went to jail, was found guilty. Yep, I know about that. That happened in Florida you're talking about. Yes. And by, by law, the only thing she did wrong was she shot at him, and she didn't kill him. Because she shot at him, or no, she didn't shoot at him. She shot it. He shot in the air. air. Yeah. Yeah. She shot in the air, and the bullet could have come down and killed somebody else. That's the only thing she did wrong. But they gave her twenty years. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Yeah. But that that's ridiculous. So you know what is it, or who are those laws made for? It would have been better off if she had killed them, and you know, in, in the minds of the of the of the police, because on the eyes of the law, because then there's no other side of the story. There's no, okay, well, we can't prove that you didn't do what you said you didn't do. I mean that that you did what we think you did. It's your word versus a dead person. Again, who is the law set up for? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I truly think it's wrong to be able to take anybody's life like that. I am definitely not a person that agrees with um, taking life. In my career field, I, I would have a hard problem with it. I really would because I don't think that it's up to me to take someone's life, even when it's mine versus theirs. Now, will I hesitate to do so? Probably not. But um, my mindset is if we can negotiate, if we can talk, 
fine. But if you're going to shoot at me, you're dad going right, I'm going to shoot back at you. But am I going to shoot first? Because, you know, I, I think that you might beat me up. Nah. Because in my mind, the law says I I don't do that. But this guy, for whatever reason, in his big body Hummer, top of the line Hummer, felt that there there was a need to do so. And, and the, the shameful thing is, if this is a black guy, if it is a black guy, I'm not going to say anything different because of his color. I'm going to say certain people, no matter what color you are, should never have a weapon. Should never. Mainly because if they can't control their emotions enough to stop from taking someone's life, then they don't deserve to be, um, in my opinion, in possession of a weapon. That's just my thought, Jerry. I know I've hijacked your show. I I didn't want to hijack your show. You didn't uh, didn't, uh, hijack it. And... uh... I'd have to look 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 at this and, and and say the guy's name is Cardell Hayes, booked on second degree um, murder, and yes, he's an African American. Okay, it, that doesn't make it any better or any worse. Nope. It just means that you give people weapons, and if it's a legal weapon, you know. You just don't do that. And I guarantee you, Will Smith didn't have a weapon on him at all. It, to me, uh, I'm, I'm doing my, my junior investigative stuff. To me, you saw a 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guy, 280 pounds, and you got intimidated, and you got scared. Well, let me put it this way. This guy is not a small guy. It looks like he's over six feet himself. Oh, okay. Well, then... I'm I'm definitely going I don't know why second degree I go with first degree because first degree murder and attempted murder. That's that's what I'd be going after. I know this is just happening, but you kill one person and you fire multiple shots at the other person inside the car, not killing them. But you didn't have any intention of not not killing them cuz you fired a a weapon at him. Well, check this out. Hold on. Let me just see if I can get past this. I'm trying to get past. Come on. Oh, God. Sometimes Did the I wife hate computers. have a weapon? I don't know about that. Um, she had just has two shots in her right leg. Hayes had one previous rest um, six years ago. Um, he was charged with illegal carry of a weapon, illegal possession of codeine, and possession of drug paraphernalia. He pleaded guilty in 2012 to weapons charge and the possession of codeine and received a five-year sentence that was immediately suspended. But he withdrew his guilty plea the following month 
In uh, 2013, he rejected a plea offer from prosecutors. Finally, in January 2014, he pleaded guilty to a reduced weapons charge and to a count of possession of drug paraphernalia. He received a suspended six-month sentence. So I guess he was a good person that did some bad stuff with uh, oxycodone or whatever, but... um, Still had, still was able to uh, maintain a weapon. Yep. You know, yep. sounds like it wasn't an illegal weapon in this case, but you never know. But that type of person has access to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I I I I think it's a terrible situation. I really do. Yeah, I really right. do, but but I I gotta get ready to go to bed, dude. Cause I gotta get up in a little while. All right, well I'm, PC, I want to get out of here so. too, man. So I, I appreciate you joining me. Uh, people tune in next week uh, where uh, we'll be back again talking talking about baseball and whatever it's taking place in the next last week of, next week in sports. Um, I'm JT, aka the Master. This is the Master Plan, and as always, I appreciate you for calling me, and uh, I'm just gonna drop the mic. We're out. <laughs>